Welcome, welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life brought to you by GamerGoo. My name is Mark Turcotte. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Thursday, February 11th, 2021. We're one day away from the next episode of WandaVision. We'll be talking all about that tomorrow, of course. But on today's show, we got some fun things to talk about, some interesting casting stories, both people being added to a cast, and maybe some others being taken away from a cast, uh, as well as some other things here. But before we do all that, as usual, a little bit of housekeeping here. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at MarkTurk, at M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And of course, you can always email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. Now, before we talk about any of that, I do want to talk today about the season of The Chosen in Destiny 2. That's right. I know many of you listen to the show because you remember me back from Guardian Radio and uh, yes, my friends, I jumped into Season of the Chosen. I've been playing now, geez, and I was off yesterday. Kids had school. Wife was at school, you know, doing her, her teaching for the school as well. So I got a couple hours. So I said, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm going in. I'm going to jump in on the season. Just launched. Let's see what this is all about. Probably got maybe three, three and a half hours of play kind of in there. And I got to be honest, I, I, I'm really Digging what this season has to offer, man. It's been, you know, I, I remember talking about uh, Beyond Light when it came out and, uh, you know, enjoying it, but I, I didn't really feel that need to want to jump in and just continue the grind um, of Destiny. And that's kind of been, I think, where I've been over the last uh, couple of years here since we kind of ended Guardian Radio was more about just like jumping in and checking out kind of the new content and when it was there and dipping out. But I got to say, there's something about this season so far that actually has kind of pulled me in. Like, like I woke up this morning and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to record the episode. Probably going to jump into some more Destiny 2 and kind of just run a couple battlegrounds. And, you know, now I'm a high enough level where I could actually do some other things. I plan to hopefully be raiding soon, getting through, you know, the Destiny raid here, the Deepstone uh, Crypt. Um, you know, I can do kind of more of those high-level nightfalls and things like that. It, I, I don't know what it is about it, but, you know, this season, and I mentioned kind of yesterday about having the Cabal be a part of it. Now, the Cabal for me have always just been a, a race that I just always, um, like I said, I kind of liked. I like their their music around them, something about them. They're just brutish, and I always thought they're a great enemy to fight. And so the season actually kicks off with just an, a killer cut scene with Zavala and, you know, basically the Cabal wanting to come to some sort of an agreement to fight back the darkness, Zavala says no, so then you become this um, kind of agent to take out all the potential generals for the Red Legion, really, that, that are trying to now join this new enemy that's here. I, I can't believe I can't forget her name. What's, what's her name? Uh, Cattle or, or something is her name. <laughs> I probably should know this, right? Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think that's a cool lore idea, you know, that the Red Legion, who we've defeated before, now you have this new Cabal army coming in, and they're basically going to be testing these former Red Legion leaders who have now been disgraced, essentially, because we destroyed them. And so when you're running this new um, match-made activity, the Battlegrounds, that's literally what you're doing. So you're, you're going out, you're getting this Cabal gold to then go charge up your hammer, because essentially what it is is when you complete one of these Battlegrounds, you're able to take that hammer and smash a chest at the end and get some good loot. And I, I just, I like that idea. I think that's a really neat thing. And then, they, you know, they also brought in the, what do they call it, the, uh, the prismatic recaster, um, which was something that was in, in some previous seasons where you're able to turn in these umbral engrams 
and you can kind of refocus those. So like if you want to come later on in the season when let's say you have mo all of the season of the chosen armor and you want to start get make sure there's a couple pieces of the season of chosen weapons that you need, you can use this recaster to kind of focus that engram to make sure you're only getting season of the chosen weapons. But you can also even get it down to even legendary weapons that are just kind of out in the world. Uh, I don't know. I think that's a great way of kind of, you know, making that that loot chase be a bit more focused. Because when it comes to a game like this, just random drops sometimes can, you know, get a little bit trying, can be a little bit much uh, for some folks. So I think being able to focus that um, is pretty neat. And of course, then the area of the helm, which is kind of where your war table is, very cool space. My only complaint about that is that it is in first person. Um, you know, it's not in third person, which you typically think of in the tower, but I do know we are kind of, um, you know, launching into that space. And I know you can go in with up to six of your friends, but it isn't really a public space, even though it is part of the tower, there are not other people running around there. Part of that I think is to make sure that, you know, you, it's only your instance. So depending on where you are, sometimes, um, NPCs are popping up, giving you story bits within there. And I think that actually, as much as I wish it was in third person, I, I think it is a great way for them to then focus the story. Because look, it would be odd if, you know, you're running around and suddenly Osiris is just in the crow or just standing there and you have nothing, you know, your story is not progressed and that other person's story uh, is there. But in terms of the first person aspect, I mean, couldn't we still have done it in third person? I mean, I just I just pulled my sword out and was running around in third person because I just I enjoy seeing my character that way. I've said it for years that I think there should be a third person mode in Destiny. Now, some of the speculation, I believe people are saying is because there's two stairways that go downstairs near the helm and your super is actually charging while you're in there. I was seeing online some people speculating that maybe there'll be a um, uh, some sort of like firing range down there or something where you can go down there and, and check weapons out. I think that'd be pretty cool because also in the helm, and this was smart on their part, was there's a postmaster and your vault is there as well. So you can actually access some of those, some of the things you go to the tower for, you can access within the helm, which I think is a great idea because of course, if you're getting weapons by using the recaster, you need, you want to be able to do that. And if they made it where you had to load into it, you know, unlike the tower where you can, there are a couple different spawn points, but you can kind of jump between those rather quickly. You're not actually fully rendering the load to load into the tower because you are loading into this. If they didn't put the postmaster in the vault in there, you would then have to sit through a load screen, especially, you know, hey, you're on the on that Series X or the PS5 or PC, you're loading quick. If you're on just a, you know, older console, you're sitting there at that loading screen again, and that'd be terrible. Um, and then the battlegrounds, just that activity itself, uh, I think is great. Uh, lots of fun. There's only two available right now. I think in the end, there's going to be, is it three or four kind of here coming in the weeks? They're going to be uh, releasing uh, some more. Um, it's like this three phase activity. You basically, the first one you're spawning in, uh, kill a bunch of enemies. You're basically collecting these three keys. Um, and, uh, you're kind of smashing these, uh, little reactors. Uh, the two of them are a little bit different. Uh, one takes place on Nessus. Um, you know, the other one, uh, is on, um, uh, Europa. Uh, it's, it's cool. I dig it. It kind of reminds me of, not necessarily Prison of Elders, but it's kind of like that because it gets pretty frantic. I mean, there's one scene on the one on uh, on Nessus where it's the very last phase, kind of when the big boss is coming in, which we'll talk about that in a second. But the Cabal, like the drop balls, I guess, if you want to call them, these like drop pods that come down, 
they come flying from out of the end of the screen, and it is just so cool, man. The first time that happened, and there's like three or four of these giant cabal, you know, those spheres that come flying and just come out of nowhere, and it is so cool looking because you're kind of like going up this hill, and they kind of come from the distance, and they come so fast. Uh, very neat. And then the boss phase is cool. I mean, each, each boss is a little bit of a bullet sponge, uh, but... Um, there's constant enemies coming in. They have, they've basically have three phases as well, kind of three bits to their, their health bar. But every time you take one down, um, tons of enemies spawn in and these like shield enemies come in and the boss can't take damage until you burn down that other enemy shield enemy or whatever you want to call them. Cause all the other enemies that come in kind of surround the boss. Uh, it's awesome. You know, there is no time on it, so you can't really wipe right there. I had a one point where all three of us wiped and it didn't, um, you know, reset. It just kind of kept going. And the music kept going, but uh, it's a lot of fun. Now there are, I think, even harder difficulties of that coming in. So that's where, for me right now, I think is kind of my pull is I want to level up because I want to be able to take on those harder versions of that. Uh, I think it's a really cool activity. So hey, right now I'm in on season of the chosen. Really digging it. I think it's uh, super fun, super neat. Um, you know, compared to what I think they did last season with season of the hunt, um, this seems to be so far at least kicking off pretty good but hey we're only two days in we all know the destiny community give it a month they're all going to be complaining waiting for the next season and actually probably talking about how great the season of the hunt was <laughs> right that's the destiny community that's how it rolls but for me right now for a guy who doesn't play destiny every day jumping in just you know to, to check it out um so far i'm digging it i think they've they've done a good job um one thing i haven't talked about here on the show is over the last week my wife and i actually got a free trial for discovery plus uh, which I'll be honest, like I was, I've mentioned it before. A lot of the channels that we watch, um, just kind of end up being part of discovery plus. So there has been nonstop advertising. I mean, at one point we were watching travel channel and in the bottom right corner of the screen, there was just the, the, the constant ad for discovery plus there was a banner popping up at the top of the screen. And then the commercial itself that was on the channel was a discovery plus channel, uh, commercial. So it's been crazy. So, my wife, the reason why we we dove in and, and got the free trial for it was she um, was always into those big like decorating shows on like HGTV and that years ago. And there was one she used to watch called Discover, or what was it called? Decorating Sense. And she was like, oh, I used to love that show, you know, back when I was in high school and that. So I said, let's get, let's get the free trial. Let's check it out. I don't think I ever actually really dove into what that service has in terms of its, its channels, but quite literally guys it's every single channel that my wife and i watch it's discovery it's history tlc hgtv travel channel american hero channel destination america um id own the oprah channel where we you know, watch a bunch of datelines and stuff i mean it's all those channels and all those shows are on there plus all these originals so needless to say i think we might be sticking with discovery plus you know i i even said to my wife i'm like do we do can we ditch cable because like i mean a lot every time we jumped i mean and i say cable i mean we have at&t now but like whenever we would jump to like sling or, or look at jumping to sling or youtube tv or any of those we always had to look for the plan that would have all of these channels on them and a lot of times they don't they didn't have a plan that had that i mean we we are grandfathered in with the at&t now and that's kind of right now where i'm hesitant to get rid of it because we have 
I mean, we are paying now over $50, but like at the when, when it started, it was only like 25 bucks and we got this mega plan because we jumped in day one with, uh, at the time, what at the time was DirecTV now, it's AT&T now. Um, so if we leave it, we'll never be able to get that plan back. Um, and of course, in our local channels, like right now it's cool. We can get our local channels on our phones and all that kind of when we're out, out and about. Um, and you know, we would lose that. And then of course, then we'd have to set the antenna up to get the local channels. Um, but I'm pretty impressed with Discovery Plus. We ended up uh, we had the ad ad version, but then we switched over to the, uh, ad free. Um, I mean, every, every show that's on those channels that you could possibly think of is on there. Um, we watch, uh, the show ghost adventures. They have an, uh, exclusive episode on there. Cause there is definitely some, some content they're only putting on discovery plus. Um, there was one, it was all about the Cecil hotel, which is, is funny. Phantom in our discord just sent me a message last night or said, put a message up in the discord about, uh, there's a great documentary, on Netflix about the Cecil Hotel. If you're not familiar, there was a, a crime that happened there. Um, I say crime, but you know the Ghost Adventures think there might have been some other things that happened there. Um, but uh, about a girl who just basically went missing. She's very acted very odd in an elevator shortly before she went missing, and uh, they essentially found her in a water tank on the roof of the building. Um, very strange, but the the Ghost Adventures crew kind of went not only, and this is why we watch Ghost Adventures, is it they went into her case, but then also many other crimes that have happened in that building. Um, and it was just interesting. And that was something, again, that was only on Discovery Plus. It wasn't on um, on the basic travel channel. So uh, there's another show we've been watching called American Detective. Uh, it's got some some guy on there. He's been a detective for years and you know, in the United States, and it's getting kind of deep into some of these just cases that, you know, you've never heard of. Um, that's been a cool show we've been watching. She's been watching some, uh, you know, decorating shows and all that on there. So I, I think it's something we're probably going to stick with. Um, you know, I don't know if it's really a service for everyone. And it, and it is, I think maybe it's going to be a service where we may keep for a little bit and, and dip out. Um, cause again, I don't know if it's something that we want to constantly have. Um, but, uh, again, a lot of, the, a lot of shows we watch in there and, and so far I, I dig the interface you're able to find things easily. You can either find it by just originals, Discovery Plus originals, see everything that's on there. You can also do it by network. Uh, you can also do it by um, just kind of theme. You know, if you're looking for supernatural stuff or you're looking for crime or you're looking for, uh, you know, decorating or history, there's, it kind of breaks things up that way. Um, uh, yeah, it looks, looks uh, so far, I think it's it's cool. It's uh, I think it's $4.99 with the ads. And uh, $5.99, or no, $6.99 without. And, uh, you know, the ads were a little intrusive. One of those shows we watched actually had only like one set of ads. First, I forget what it was. The first thing we watched, we're like, oh, that's not too bad. Not a lot of ads. And then, you know, we've, we've been watching that American Detective, and it's just like every little bit, it's like a minute, 90 seconds of ads. And it was just like, man, we, we got to ditch this. And even the decorating show she's been watching, she, she even said, she's like, if we're going to keep this, we have to get the ad free. And so whatever, two bucks more. Yeah, I mean, that's how they get you, right? That's what they're doing. Um, we went in. But I would say check out Discovery Plus. You know, I think it's a seven-day free trial uh, if you're in any, any of those type of shows. And, and just the amount of networks that are included on that is kind of what like shocked me. I was like, wow. You know, they got a lot on there. Now, the interesting thing they've been doing is like Travel Channel was always, that's where we would go to watch a lot of our, um, you know, we'd watch, uh, like I said, Ghost Adventures, uh, Dead Files. We'd watch sometimes shows like that. They now, it, it seems, have got, I don't want to say gotten rid of those shows, but they don't seem to be on as much, and they're bringing on different shows on there now. Like Anthony Bourdain, 
um, what was his show? Destination, uh, whatever, you know, Anthony Bourdain, his travel food show was, is suddenly on there and it never was. And, you know, this Cecil Hotel episode of Ghost Adventures, it w- even though it was like an hour and a half, just seemed like a regular episode. So, like, I, I wonder how much content they're cutting from not only Travel Channel, but all these networks to funnel people to Discovery Plus. That was kind of my wife's fear was a lot of these shows that she likes on HGTV and TLC. Like, I and you know, when I say TLC, I don't want you to think my wife watches like 90 Day Fiance. We don't watch any of that crap. TLC is more like the decorating that type of shows. Uh, which they don't even really show those anymore on that channel. Um, but, uh, you know, those are, uh, <clears throat> it's just interesting to see if they're going to be dipping out of some of that content on the networks to put it onto Discovery+. Plus. Hopefully that's not the case, because I know a lot of people obviously watch a lot of shows on there like us. So uh, we'll see. But let's move on to some of this casting news. And uh, first up today, we have uh, The Last of Us, the HBO adaptation of the video game The Last of Us. Uh, saw a lot of different things running around yesterday, so um, you know, take this as usual, somewhat with a with a grain of th- with a grain of salt. Uh, but first, uh, Bella Ramsey, best known for playing Lyanna Mormont on Game of Thrones, she has supposedly been cast as Ellie. Uh, some good casting there, I think. I mean, she was great, you know, in Game of Thrones. I mean, obviously, she's a little bit older now, um, so um, I think that you know, she obviously would fit that role, the age of Ellie. Um, and just how brutal she was in Game of Thrones. I think she'd be a great actress uh, to get in there and kind of play Ellie, which uh, I think is awesome. And then also we got some more here. This kind of broke overnight is that uh, Pedro Pascal supposedly has been cast as Joel. Um, so actually both of them, even even Pedro Pascal worked on Game of Thrones. So I think having them both uh, on Game of, on <laughs> Last of Us, uh, I think would be great. I think Pedro Pascal is, a, is an actor who definitely could play that role. Um, I think he, uh, you know, just from what we've seen with him in the Mandalorian, I think he could, he could feel it good. Uh, I'm really interested in that show and, and kind of where it's going to go. Um, you know, I think that, you know, Craig Mason, what he did with Chernobyl, I think in terms of writing a script, I think he's going to be great at it. Um, and then, you know, just that story in general, I think it's, it's going to be pretty awesome to kind of get it out to the masses. Uh, cause the last of us, you know, I've never, I haven't completed the second one. First one for what it was is just awesome i mean i remember playing it at the time and being blown away that we were at this point where a video game was being told that way um the intro to that game is one of the most incredible things um i've ever played in video games and i'll still stand by that like it, it, i had like i made my dad i made my brother-in-law i made my wife all sit down and play that opening to the original last of us it's just it's awesome very very cool um kind of as you play through that um so, you know, I don't know when that's coming out, but it, I'm sure it's going to be, uh, hopefully, within the next, you know, I'd say probably a year, two years is probably when we'll get some from The Last of Us, but we'll see. Uh, and then uh, one final thing here, talking about casting or uh, maybe dropping from a cast, Gina Carano, best known as Cara Dune in The Mandalorian, has officially been let go from Lucasfilm. And here is their statement. They said, Gina Carano is not currently employed by Lucasfilm. And there are no plans for her to be in the future. Nevertheless, her social media posts denigrating people based on their culture and religious identities are abhorrent and unacceptable. Now, this has been going on for a while, it seems. You know, Gina Carano um, has been putting up just some uh, very questionable, very uh, insensitive posts on Instagram. I mean, you know, I'm not going to go too too deep into it, but one was comparing like being a Republican today to being 
um, Jewish during the Holocaust. Um, she's even had, you know, many comments about um, the, the election results and, and kind of all that. And look, you know, I know a lot of people aren't into cancel culture, um, but she kind of went above and beyond some of that. And, uh, you know, it's, it's unfortunate uh, because the character of Cara Dune in The Mandalorian, um, you know, was a character that I, I actually really loved. I mean, I thought she was great. She was a badass um, you know, the, the future for what Rangers of the New Republic potentially was going to be, you know, that was a new show, her being kind of the sheriff, uh, many thought that she was going to kind of lead that cast and, and it was going to be like, you know, the New Republic, when you think Rangers, you think of sheriffs of the police of the law, you know, kind of being out there in, 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 you know, the outer rim in that just cleaning house and you could have almost like this cop show kind of out there, um, not going to happen now, right? Um, so I don't know if that was the original plan, what they'll do. Um, we were kind of speculating in the Discord, maybe Bo-Katan, you know, could potentially fill that role. Um, you know, uh, what's her name? Uh, Mercedes, Sasha Banks, you know, maybe her character as a Mandalorian could fill that role to some extent. I just, I don't know if the Mandos, those those Mandalorians specifically would want to be Rangers of the New Republic. I think they'll still always um, kind of be there, uh, loyal to their uh, Mandalorians. Um but we'll see. It's unfortunate. You know, I hope that um, I almost hope that she wasn't part of that cast. And now we, they don't have to suddenly scramble and change what that show would be or even just cancel it in general. Um, but, uh, you know, I think this um, just it's one of those things, right? You, you, you can't put things out there and sure the First Amendment exists. But, you know, you, you have to be willing to accept the consequences um, for things that you state. You can't just say things and expect there not to be consequences um, and, uh, unfortunately, you know, Gina just didn't, uh, <laughs> didn't think that way, I guess. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it just, 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 uh, reifies that, you know, always be careful what you put out in the world and, and make whatever you're putting out there. Um, you know, something that you could be proud of or happy about, uh, later on. Don't, uh, don't make the mistake and put something out there that, you know, maybe hurts others or, uh, you know, backfires in this case. Cause I mean, God, you think about what she, what now is gone. I mean, what she could have had, I mean, had, had she been in that show or even just being in the Mandalorian alone, you know, the career that she would have had, um, you know, being able to do the star Wars, uh, celebration circuit and all that. It's probably all gone away now. Um, so Hey, it is what it is, right? Uh, all right, well, let's wrap it up there. If any of these stories, you know, hit you today, give me your feedback, please. Always hit me up on Twitter at Marturk, M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C, or of course, email the show at theenthuslife at gmail.com. Of course, big thanks as always to Gamergoo for supporting the show. Gamergoo, that antiperspirant for your hands. You can pop that on. Last up to four hours of non-sweaty hands if you're dipping into the season of the chosen and destiny and you know you're tired of just you know just stressing out as you're running through those battlegrounds gamer goo's got you covered head on over to gamer goo you can check out all the different scents over there including the latest the beach breeze and uh if you do purchase some be sure to use my promo code tell t-e-l and save yourself 10 percent off your order today well guys that's gonna do it for me hope you have a good rest of your day and until tomorrow we'll catch you next time